day that postponed one of my plans at least for one of the episodes tonight to tomorrow but wow i finally seen dragon ball super broly and without a doubt i can say that it's actually amazing it's everything that i hoped it would be and more now how good is dragon ball super broly what's the good points what's the bad points let's get into it First things first, the first part of the movie, and believe me, well, you know, I'm making this review as spoilery as possible because not only is the movie out, but, well, how are you going to make a review without spoilers? Well, first part of the movie is a beautiful mix between Dragon Ball Super, sorry, Dragon Ball Minus and, of course, um, Story of Bardock. We already knew that they were using three different movies to create this one, but... Story of Bardock and uh, Dragon Ball Minus really went hand in hand, though I have one complaint. We had so much, so much uh, that kind of, you know, came and uh, got explained to many people. The new version, the Dragon Ball Minus, things with Frieza, King Cold. All right, we all got that. But at the same time, we didn't get to see the Rebellion. Bardock's Rebellion was never seen quite wide, right. We just see Frieza come out, throw the uh, huge blast, and that was it. We do get to see Bardock in, uh, in like, you know, in battle shape or whatever, like you can say. Like, he was in battle form, but nothing else. And that was for a split second. Like, I don't know if they're trying to say that the story of Bardock is kind of canon, at least that part, but it would have been nice to see this part as well. In terms of making you cry, like the producer, director, people connected with the movie said you would cry, I didn't cry, and believe me, I'm an easy guy to, you know, cry, but this didn't make me cry, it made me really sad though. Uh, the second part of the movie, which was all about being introduced to Broly, his power, Chirai, Paragus, I would say that I felt sorry for Broly a lot. This might be the first time that this is happening to us, that we feel sorry for a character in Dragon Ball. Now, Broly is a very sympathetic character. I really feel sorry for everything that's happening around him. He's not at fault here. He's in fact a very nice person who, well, hung out with the wrong guys. One of those guys being his dad. His dad, Paragus, is at first seen as a caring father, but through the, you know, through more, we kind of feel like that, no, he's not that caring now. He's just using Broly, as one would imagine. So that was, that was actually weird to see that happening. Like, you know, Paragus being an asshole more than a caring father, sudden change 
of heart. Though, to be honest, Broly seemed like a very nice kid. Very nice. During the whole um, movie and the whole uh, shebang, you can actually see a lot of detail going through the animation. And that was one of the strongest suits of the whole movie. And they show off this animation multiple times by, you know, remaking, recreating some scenes from the original anime and manga as well, especially the villains. And I thought that, wow, that's actually pretty cool. I didn't expect them to do that kind of thing. But to be honest, seeing Shintani's style, it's pretty cool. Not bad. I actually like it. It's much more smoother than what we currently had. Then, of course... Um, like I said, the details, which is like, <laughs> this is a funny one that AJ pointed out on Twitter, and then I had to look for it, but I thought that it was kind of obvious. Whenever, when Frieza got excited over the battle between Broly and Vegeta and Goku, you actually see his tail stiffen. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like he got too excited, if you know what I mean. Um... The whole battle that they have is truly extraordinary, very beautiful spectacle, and it's one of a kind, and one of the things that I would criticize about this movie, just one part, is that things are moving way too fast at one point. I mean, it's not a bad thing to move fast, but at some point you want to savor some moments or even see more of them, but sometimes it's just way too fast. The battle between Vegeta and Broly is seriously good. You'll love it. There's so much to be in to fall in love with. And when the battle is with Goku and Broly, it's the first time you actually see Goku getting his ass kicked in a long time. And I'm not talking about Torn of the Power. Yeah, he did get his ass kicked. But this time, he really, you know, went over his head. Broly kicked his ass so hard. Then, of course, comes the part where he turns Super Saiyan and... Well, things go out of hand. I might say that one of the other smaller criticisms I have, at least because I watched the dub version at least, is that Vic doesn't appear to have his old voice for Broly. I don't mean the dark voice, obviously that's not compatible here. But the voice that you know we needed was you know strong, that uh, scream should be strong. So many people who watched the final trailer for the dub and thought to themselves that, wow, this is really out of place, it doesn't look right. You were right, that trailer was out of place, but the voices were not. Like, Broly's voice is not as impressive as the Japanese dub. And that's unfortunate, to be honest. And at the same time, you have to think that this is a different Broly. But uh, you can say that at least the movie improved on a lot of things that were wrong with Dragon Ball. One being that Goku isn't the absolute ex machina, which I talked to talk about a lot recently. And at the same time, we see much better animation, much better story writing that came from Toriyama himself, actually, this time around. And Broly became an actual character, three-dimensional character that I cared about. Broly became somebody really, really cool. And this character is really sympathetic. He's really nice. I love him. And I felt really sorry for him. I mean, he's being used by everyone. And, well, he's being teased 
but yet he's a very nice guy, he's a very kind-hearted Saiyan, and it really broke my heart when he saw his dad die. When his dad died and he just looked upon his body, that shock, that agony, pain, that was, that was too much, too close to the heart, and I cannot simply, you know, you know, overstate how important that scene was, and how beautifully it was made. I did say in one of my um, trailer reviews for Dragon Ball Super Broly that I think that Scream for Broly is not a scream of anger, but more than, more so than agony. I mean, this is an agony scream, in pain. And I did say that Frieza or somebody else will probably kill Paragus. That this makes him go Super Saiyan, and I was right. Yay. But when I say he's sim he's a very sympathetic character, it's because nobody really wants to help him at this point. Goku does. Goku really does his best to help. Broly, he even says, I don't feel like you're a villain. He even allows Broly to call him Kakarot. But during the fight when he becomes Gogeta, well, Gogeta's out for blood. And that made me not like Gogeta a little bit. To be honest, I thought to myself that Broly is just protecting himself because he's angry. He has to, he has to vent out. But they keep hitting him very hard. They keep teasing him. And he even wants to kill him. I don't know if that was Vegeta's part in Gogeta to control it, but it felt really sad. Like, why would you want to kill this guy? He's actually sad. He's in pain. He doesn't even want to fight you that much. But I don't know. It's just me. It felt really, really sad. It felt, you know, weird to see Broly so damn sympathetic. Then we have the new additions to the family, which is Chirai, and Chirai is going to be one hell of a character for many people. Everybody loves her right off the bat. I didn't think I would love her this much. Not only is she very cool, but she actually cares for Broly. Now, some people would say that, should we ship them? Are they together? I would say definitely ship them. Definitely. Their interactions is just fantastic. It's just so damn cool. It's like many people saying that, you know, it's like watching Jane and Tarzan interacting again. It's very much like that, I agree. And I would say that I definitely love to see more of Chirai, and she's really protective of Broly, I love that. Some people thinking that she might be more of a big sister, I would say that, well, could be, maybe, but shipping these two together is far better than having Kale being shipped with Broly. Why would you even do that? That's blasphemous. But still, seeing Broly and his fighting and everything made me just realize that I actually like this Broly more than the old Broly. Old Broly was a monster, a devil, and an OP character that was seriously dangerous. This guy is more of a good guy. I actually love him. He's very nice. He's very kind. He's just misunderstood and misused by everyone. So... I actually like him. I actually think this is the better version of Broly that we as fans deserved and needed. And the fact that Goku goes on to call him, you know, t tell him that you can call me Kakarot, I want to train with you and teach you things, that is amazing. 
I don't know if Broly is going to be officially in the new anime, maybe as a guest, maybe not as a supporting character that much, but to be honest, I think his popularity is going to rise so much. I think many people would love to see Broly in the anime itself. I mean, he's so damn nice. And then, of course, we come to other stuff, aside from Broly, Gogeta himself. The very fusion and stuff like that, in one hour time that it takes for them to become Gogeta is really, really cool. Aside from, you know, Vegeta having to swallow his pride and seeing Veku and others in action, you know, just seeing them on screen was really cool, but I didn't get to see, we didn't get to see any of them in action. Like, I would have loved to see Veku trying to fight Piccolo and fail miserably, but that was never seen. But we do see them, you know, try again and again until they get it right. And then comes the cockiness of Gogeta, which is far more closer to Dragon Ball GT than the uh, Fusion Reborn version. So here you actually see him come to, you know, become uh, Gogeta, then they say, okay, what should we call you? Then, the, then Piccolo immediately says, okay, that's not the time now, let me do it again. He says, no, no, it's, it's important for me to be cool. So <laughs> then he thinks of a few names and says, oh, we are Gogeta. And then proceeds to go and fight. The movesets of Gogeta were really impressive. His power was really impressive. And he even had a version of Soul Punisher. I'm not sure if it was Soul Punisher, but we actually have this in Xenoverse 2. It's called God Punisher. Looks very much like it. But in the Xenoverse 2, you don't actually see God Punisher's final thing looking exactly like Soul Punisher. But this one did look like it. So it was really cool to see that happen. And they acknowledged some of his powers, at least, that he used to have. Uh, when coming to supporting cast, there's not much here to be seen, to be honest. They mostly focus on the new characters, which is amazing. They focus on Frieza, and Frieza is also really funny in this movie. And getting his ass kicked by Broly, that much he deserved. Then, of course, his plans for Broly in the future, and... Then we have so much more to even look forward to. Like, we even, you know, uh, see some exposition on what's going to happen in the future if the series actually continues. Like, maybe Frieza's trying to grab hold of Broly again. Broly might actually move from Vampa and stuff like that. Which may actually talk about the future. Maybe hints, maybe not. Uh, speaking of supporting characters... And stuff like that. We don't see much of Bulma here. We see Whis in action. But it's actually much shorter than the trailer led us to be believe that he might have that kind of a role. But, you know, he did fight and distract Broly for some time. And he was even interested in Broly. He was like, wow, this guy's actually powerful. Um, then, of course, we even got to see um, Guinea Bardock in a new light, better light. We get to see how... Much of an asshole King Vegeta could have been. And we got to see Vegeta's baby, not baby, child side with Raditz, Nappa, younger Nappa. It was actually pretty cool to see those things as well. Especially when Vegeta says, oh, I'm not going to be king anymore. And a pretty cool exposition that I'm not sure if it does raise some questions. 
Bardock says the reason we're not going with Kakarot is mainly because they're going to be able to follow him. And, well, he's right. They said, he said because of the scouters. But then, apparently, Gine tells Raditz that, hey, Raditz, your brother Kakarot is en route to Earth. Like, nobody else heard that through the scouters. If you guys were so worried about scouters, why would you even give such vital information? And Raditz was like, eh, so who cares? And I'm like, uh... Not a good exposition. Overall, the story of the movie was actually good. This was an actually good story. Story of more story for Broly than any other character. And that was something I loved. That we had more focus on Broly than any other character in this movie. And they made Broly into a much better character. Into a much better guy than he used to be. Then, of course... uh, we also had some amazing animation here in display. We had seriously great animation, especially the fight between Broly and Gogeta, where they break dimensions somehow. And that is so cool. I mean, maybe this was what many were afraid of, you know, Supreme Kai was afraid of when Goku and Beerus were fighting. They thought that that crack can actually break the dimension and move on to another one. We're not sure. But that showed that how powerful these two were and they were not fighting in a confined space and this would have happened. Seeing Broly's different forms, Ikaru or Raffle, and full power Super Saiyan was really, really impressive. And to be honest, animation-wise, story-wise, really good. Character-wise, I would say that it was more in service of Broly than any other character. And we didn't even get to see any supporting cast here, which, you know, wasn't a disappointment, but it would have been nice to see a little cameo. Um, when it came to um, basically some retcons and stuff like that, I always said that the movie didn't hurt the official canon, but one of my many, uh, one of my, no, not many, but some criticism would be, one of them at least would be, why did they, like, you know, move so fast at some points? I mean, some points, they actually spend their time talking about stuff, but some points they just went way too soon and way too fast that you didn't even get to feel anything. Like, if one hour had passed from when Goku and Vegeta went, I need to know how long had passed when they started fighting Broly. And that is impressive for Frieza to keep fighting Broly for that long. And how did Broly even not um, ascend to full power Super Saiyan at one point? I mean, these are some questions that need to be answered. And unfortunately, like I said, this too much of a fast-paced thing, wasn't a good idea, maybe. The other thing that I would complain about is Vic's performance as Broly. While it is good, I didn't feel the same energy from him during the shouts and roars, where usually Dub does really, really well. But this time, it wasn't that well. As for the rest of the cast, I think that, yeah, they all did perfectly. They fit the roles perfectly, including even Paragus and Chirai. And, like I said, the movie is an amazing one. It's, I'm not going to say that this is the absolute best Dragon Ball movie ever. Like, I'm not going to go that far. But I would say that it's definitely in the top three. Definitely. Is it the most enjoyable one? Definitely. Without a doubt, this is perhaps the most enjoyable Dragon Ball movie ever made. It doesn't waste time. It has a great story by Akira Toriyama himself, and the animation is superb, the fight scenes are superb, 
But when I decrease points and not say that this is the best one, is that the time that was given to it was not used well, so they had to rush through some things. Whereas Battle of Gods, for example, didn't have this kind of problem. They didn't waste that much time and they went straight to a point. Though it has to be said, different story, different circumstances. But at least it was satisfying. This movie is one of the best Dragon Ball movies ever. And like I said, top three, definitely top three. I would even put it at number two behind Battle of Gods. And after this, <laughs> I'm not going to put my favorite movie, Broly, there. You know, Dragon Ball Z Broly. But I would say that, you know, Fusion Reborn would be there as well in top three. But I, I love Broly as well. Now, what is different here? What is different between this new Broly and the old Broly? That's... That's for another day to actually come and um, talk about it a lot to, you know, make a difference. Geekdom has already done this kind of a video um, talking about the differences. But I'm going to do my own version as well and tell you my thoughts on which I like and why I like them. So definitely go give it a watch. I'll give it a 9 out of 10 without any, you know, uh, reservations or anything. Definitely 9 out of 10. Is it the best anime movie or one of the best anime movies? Definitely not. If you have watched anime movies before, such as your name, you would know that Broly is far from that. But when it comes to Dragon Ball, I would say that, yeah, definitely this is, a, this is one of the best ones. Best ones out there. So, yeah. Definitely go give it a watch, support this movie. And as it stands now, the movie is doing fantastically well. It's actually becoming number one movie in USA. Though I have to say there weren't much competition, but still, it's great to see that. This means that anime might actually get more exposition in uh, USA and other places around the world, so that one day we might actually see anime movies being on top of normal movies that we have. Like I hear in Japan, they're so popular that they even beat, you know, normal high budget movies so i would definitely love to see this happen in the united states as well anywho guys thank you for joining us i hope you enjoyed this episode and this was my review like i said movie is absolutely amazing it's fantastic i love the new broly i love that integration of dragon ball minus thing there it really fits well and so much more to love, so much. And like I said, definitely go give this movie a watch. There are so many good points within the movie that those little flaws can be forgiven easily. You don't have to linger on to them to say that, wow, this, this was a bad thing. So no, don't do that. Just go watch the movie and you'll enjoy it as much as you uh, can. And it's, it's going to be an amazing experience for you guys. So thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I may do another episode tonight. I'm not sure. It depends on how I'm feeling. I just had a huge lunch. And I'm not feeling that well. So it depends on how I feel next, you know, uh, continuing on. If I feel any well, I'm going to have a little surprise for you guys. If I'm not that well, then I'm going to leave it for tomorrow. But still, thank you guys for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you guys very soon.